This is Shoulder Charge, a Rugby League podcast. This is the Whitehaven v Saints preview. We've got not one, not two, but three guests for this special edition. Coming up, hear from the Haven CEO, Andrew Canavan, prop forward Ryan King, and halfback Alex Bishop. It's all on Shoulder Charge, a Rugby League podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the show. This weekend we'll see a real David versus Goliath clash in Rugby League's historic Challenge Cup competition. This Saturday, a packed out recreation ground will see Haven's part-timers face off against current cup holders and third successive grand final winners, St Helens. Hoping to pull off an upset is Aussie Ryan King. He says they're preparing for this game as normal. I suppose we're still prepared, like it's a normal game, like you get after, you can't really um, let them intimidate you how good they are, but um, you know, we're just going to prepare like a normal game and just go out that we're going to win and try our best and everything, yeah. everything we can, yeah. It's 21 years since these two last clashed, which was also in the Cup. Saints won that game 34 points to 22. They then went on to win the competition, beating Bradford 13 points to 6 at Twickenham. It's going to be tough for the West Cumbrian side and Ryan King has got his fingers crossed for wet and windy conditions when the two face off this Saturday. Oh, you never know if the grounds are all wet like it has yeah. been. It might be a shock for St. Helens because we're used to playing in the boggy mud muds up to our ankles so it might be a bit hard for them but um, you know, hopefully it is a tight game because we're going to go out and give it our best effort as much as we can so yeah, looking forward to it though. One man who will be up for the game more than most is Australian halfback Alex Bishop. Here he is on why the fixture is special to him. Kind of, yeah. Uh, grew up in St Helens. Um, I believe played for Blackpool first um, and then played for Barrow and then uh, got signed to St Helens and played um, 130-odd games there. Uh, I think he captained the club. He, um, he captained England from that club as well. Um, so he played for, sorry, I think Great Britain. And then uh, got signed by Australian club uh, Cronulla Sharks. Um, and yeah, headed over to Australia. A lot of people, um, maybe maybe my generation probably didn't know who he was, but um, um, yeah, speaking around football, sort of some people, they obviously knew what he'd done. And I've seen some things on him as well. Um, often he gets mentioned in um, a few of the NRL programs and that. He played in a grand final for Cronulla over, uh, over in Australia against Manly, which was meant to be a pretty brutal grand final, and that often always gets uh, mentioned about. So, yeah, he was a bit of an inspiration as well. Ticket sales have been going well for the fixture. The attendance is set to be one of the biggest crowds seen at the LEL Arena in nearly 20 years. Here's CEO Andrew Canavan. Uh, the last time I can remember would have been when we played Warrington at home, um, early to mid 2000s. Uh, again, was shown on the BBC. Uh, we got about four and a half thousand, I think, which again for, for a, a Saturday afternoon game, uh, which clashed with a lot of like local local amateur games and things like that. 
uh, I think it, it wasn't about crowd. I'm being on the BBC. It, it wasn't about crowd. Yeah. Uh, we were getting better crowds there generally at, at that time. Uh, hence why we, we think we'll 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 still break the four. Well, hit the four thousand barrier anyway. The club are no strangers to being the underdog. Last year, they pulled off an unlikely playoff finish after they won ten of the last twelve games in their first year back in rugby league second division. The style of play has been kept relatively similar, despite a number of departures, including the likes of Lachlan Wormsley and Louis Dufresne, and also a changing in the coaching setup with John Tigali stepping into the role of head coach. Andrew Canavan again on the Whitehaven DNA. Yeah, I think we have a great team spirit. We have a really good t- togetherness. We haven't really changed much. You know, we're, we're not buying or replacing a new team every year. You know, we are trying to build kind of rebuild nature a little bit, but also trying to improve. And I believe we don't actually, we don't change a lot. Uh, our, our head coach was the assistant coach for three years before that. So, you know, we, we do try to keep that kind of togetherness. We do try to predominantly have as much local talent in our squad as, as possible. In terms of our success, you know, 2018, we're actually same same round away at Catlands, which was a fantastic weekend away for, for the club as well. Uh, like I said, 2019, we then won the League One, got promoted. 2020 happened and scratched off. Yeah. Last year, we were in a fantastic run, which again, a lot of it was just in the belief and the never said die attitude of the teams. So we were down, I think we were down 18 0 at Bradford in the last league game. We needed a win to get in the, stay in the playoffs and come back and I think we scored six tries in a 20 minute spell. You know, the, so like never say die. Everyone fights for each other. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's been a success on the on the pitch definitely. Haven's opponent Saints have also had to deal with a number of departures. Despite that, it's been business as usual on the field, barring last week's shock defeat against newly promoted Toulouse Olympique. One player on the Saints team will be up for this game more than ever is Whitehaven born Kyle Amor, who kicked off his career at the club. Aside from Amor, they've got an abundance of talent in the likes of Tommy Makinson, Alex Wormsley and Johnny Lomax to name a few. And prop forward Ryan King believes this game can be a learning experience. Yeah, I think it can be to show that um, you know what it takes to be a Super League player. I know there's some boys in the squad and for whatever that want to play Super League, for, for me example, and to go up against the best side, you know, it's going to show you what you need to be like, you know, fit, strong and everything else, so yeah, it's good for all of us. Alex Bishop says the club are focusing on what they can do, rather than looking at any weaknesses that St Ellens may have. Look, they're a good side. Um, it shows that, you know, if if you're not on, you know, or Saints are not on, they can be beaten, you know, to lose for them last week, but... um. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be they'll be out ready to make amends from that game. I've, um, I played against Christian Wolf coach sides before, and I know he'll um, he'll have them ready to go. They they won't want, they won't want to lose two in a row. Um, so I know we expect them to field a pretty strong side, and and yeah, want to make a sort of a statement to um, to a few people that you know they they are still. Um, well, they are, you know, the Super League champions for the last three years and Challenge Cup holders for a reason, so I think they want to make that statement. So I expect a, a strong side to come out. Mainly, we should be, we're going to focus about what we can do and how, yeah. how we can play rather than worry about um, 
what they might do because they're a good side and they've got strike all over all over the park. So um, I think if we play maybe the you know the way we can and the way we have done against probably your last week against Sheffield, we were, we were a bit off. But you know if we play um, the way that we know we can and, and worry about what we can do, I'm sure um, we can make 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 it a good contest. Off the field, the tie promises to bring a financial boost to the club. Here's Andrew Canavan on the value of the tie. Uh, it's, it obviously it gives the club a, a boost. We, we've never budgeted to, to have got these fights. It's quite yeah. tough if you, if you even want a budget to be three rounds in the cup, being a bottom bottom half championship club. It's not imperative. Yeah, obviously, it isn't being imperative we've got here, but it's then going. It's going to allow us to do a couple of things we may not have been able to do as the season got, progresses. Obviously, that, that money will be kept there until it's. It's decided, but this is this is also this is rugby league. There's plenty of offers on. I'm more interested in getting people down into the ground to be able to watch this game than than, than making try, or trying to trying to fleece every penny out of every everyone that, that comes in the ground. So yes, it's a boost. It, it's not life changing, but it, it's it's a much welcome boost. The cup has come in for a bit of stick this year, with many arguing the cup favours the Super League clubs, with not many big paydays for the smaller ones. Andrew Canavan again. It's a bit late for the clubs to be coming in. I think you win two games and you're almost at uh, Wembley. Would normally be Tottenham this year. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fan of them coming in this late. Uh, you know, you've got the romance of the FA Cup in football, but you, to be fair, football's a completely different game to rugby league. There's yeah. very few, few and far between. Are there are there many shocks? Uh, I can understand them not wanting to see too many blowouts, but on the other side of it. You know, the, the, the smaller clubs should have the chance to, to test themselves and to earn that kind of financial payday that would, would provide it a boost to, to any club. So, while I'm not in agreement, anyway, I, I can understand the, the, the pros and the cons, but yeah, I'm, I'm not totally in agreement that they come in this late. Andy Maisie, chairman of Rochdale Hornets, who were on the show last week, also gave his thoughts. I think generally the Challenge Cup, um, for me, it, it could be looked at because I don't, I don't like this the, the new structure of it, if I'm honest. I don't yeah. think... It's giving opportunity for those at the bottom to progress as far as you would want to. You know, I've been involved uh, at other clubs and, 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 you know, I think it's giving less chance now for you to go and have a, a big game and maybe reach the quarterfinals. Like, you know, back at, when I was involved at Lee, we, we, we played a quarterfinal against Leeds at Headingley and gave them a real good run run for the money. But I think this new structure is making it more difficult for, for the for the lower teams to to progress and maybe get that that game and, and ultimately a payday as well. You know, it happens in football and it should happen in every sport whereby the cup competitions offer those clubs, you know, a, a chance of a big day out and, a, and, a, and potentially a big payday. Back to Saturday though, it'll be tough. Saints will be looking to make sure they don't suffer two upsets in a week. But can Whitehaven pull off the unexpected? Here's what Alex Bishop thinks. I think in, in any in any sporting aspect, you know, there is a there's a chance of an upset. I mean, we're going to have to be good, that's for sure. And you know, hopefully, Saints are a little bit off. But you know, you know, you, you never want to go in go into a game sort of and beaten before you already play. Anyway, you want to yeah. give it a, give it a good, give it a go and see and see what happens. So it's always a chance. Now, whatever happens on Saturday, it's going to be a great game. But just imagine if the unexpected did happen. This fixture would go down as one of the biggest upsets in the history of the sport.